If one of our guys watches this video, he'll, they'll all think it's them that I'm talking about, which is funny. Cause <laughs> all all twenty of them will think it will think it's them. Have you ever wondered what it's like working for an MSP or multiple service provider? What are the career advancement opportunities, and what's the day-to-day -day job responsibilities like? Today's guest is the director of technology for Cinchit, one of the fastest-growing franchise IT providers in the U.S. And today. We're going to break everything down that you need to know about what it's like to work for an MSP. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike. Do you mind taking a, a few minutes to kind of introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, uh, Dakota. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Mike Mosher. I'm the director of technology at Cinch IT. Um, we are an MSP franchise uh, and we have uh, franchise partners uh, all around the country. They, they came to us uh, to, to buy into the model of starting their own MSP. That's who I am, and uh, you know, Cinch IT is is an MSP, right? And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about exactly what is an MSP and what makes Cinch a little bit different. Um, but uh, that that's me. Awesome. Well, let's dive right on into what is an MSP. Um, you know, uh, if you been in the IT field for a while or you're just looking to get in the IT field, you may have heard the term MSP. But as for the people who don't know, what what's the difference with working for an MSP? So I, I always like that question because it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, right? You have an MSP, a managed service provider, and sometimes all they'll do is antivirus, right? They manage and provide that service of antivirus. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got 50,000 endpoints that I, that I manage, and it's just antivirus. On the other end of the spectrum um, is where Cinch sits, where we basically replace an in-house IT company. Um, and anything you would expect, or an in-house IT team, person, whoever, um, and we'll handle the large breadth of um, areas, right? We'll cover networking, uh, Office 365, G Suite, servers, uh, workstation support, right? Um, so they, they cover all areas in between there, right? It, it, essentially, if you are managing some aspect of your customer's IT, you're an MSP in some way. Nice. Um, you know, and, you know, before the show, we were kind of talking about um, how you guys kind of do something differently there at Cinch. Do you mind kind of diving into that for me? Absolutely. Um, so Cinch, uh, I, I said, I, I said, uh, you know, we, we are a franchise. And what that means um, is instead of like, if you were looking to start your own MSP, right, you might say, all right, do I go and do I get a whole bunch of stuff to find my own vendor relationships. What do I do for help desk? All that stuff with our franchise model. Um, you get the cinch brand, which is valuable, right? But then we centralize everything for our franchisees. So they don't have to establish any partner relationships. Um, we, we set up the RMM, we set up the PSA, we do all that for, for them. Um, Spam filters, antivirus, EDRs, application whitelisting stuff, all those third-party services, we centralize and we manage for them. Um, so they don't have to deal with uh, finding vendors. They don't have to deal with spinning up new customers. They don't have to deal with day-to-day -day support. And it allows us to handle 80% of issues for the franchises. And then their job is to sell, onboard, and do... Um, some of that long-term consulting, as well as any on-site stuff, right? So only we can do we can do all of it or so much of it remotely, but sometimes somebody's got to go there and plug something in. Um, 
so we haven't figured out how to do that remotely yet. Maybe we'll get some robots. <laughs> um, but the the way I explain it, right, is the 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 franchises we call them regional teams. Uh, they they build it, and Central maintains it. But the the biggest differentiator, uh, in my opinion, between Cinch and a couple of the other IT franchises, is some of the other ones, right? They give you a book, uh, a logo, and uh, a kick in the butt out the door and saying, go, have fun. Um, we support them every step of the way. Um, we've got sales coaching, tech coaching. Um, if they need help with projects, we do that uh, as well. If they're like, look, oh, I've never done a, a, this type of migration. Can you guys help me out with that? We've got a, a team internally here to, to help out our franchises with that. So you, you're... You're your own business owner, right? You're bringing on your clients, but you have a massive support network and a proven model behind you. Nice. Now, for someone going to work for an MSP, what is some of, I think, the appeals of working for an MSP, um, you know, versus like your standard privately owned IT department? Uh, I I love it because I get to learn something new every day. Um and you know i've been i've been doing this 15 years and i'm still learning something new every day um i've got buddies who work for huge it companies or not even it companies just huge it departments within a company and he looks at the logs for the same firewall all day that is all he does it's probably why i see his steam profile popping up as he's online playing a different game I'd go nuts. I'd go nuts. I'd yeah. be so bored if I was doing the same thing all the time. Um, so we get to see all different verticals. We've got you know manufacturing clients, finance clients. They've got on-prem stuff. They've got cloud stuff. And it just keeps it fresh and interesting and makes me enjoy learning about my job. Nice. I know when I was first entering the IT field, that was one thing I heard of is, is it can be easy to cause all of a sudden get siloed off on a certain technology or a certain product even. And mm-hmm. when you, when that happens, you tend not to see the, you know anything else. And that was a big concern to me because I very much am a um, person that likes to keep my mind busy. I like to do multiple different things. I've always been a jack of all trades. Uh, so, you know, for someone who is similar to that, working for an MSP could be a real, you know, real good um, option for them to get that multiple different exposures and really just develop all these different skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, it's, I, I tell all the, I, I sit with every new new person that, that comes through uh, Central, we call them, and I, meet all the new franchisees as well of course i tell them you got to learn how to learn uh if you want to be successful and you just gotta sometimes you just gotta figure it out right being a tinkerer right is how people get started with computers a lot of times um it's different now i think like i i i wonder if my kids or your kids are gonna be that way because everything just works they don't (laughs) you know they, they you don't have to break your parents windows 95 or something like that to install exactly. something you probably shouldn't have um yeah but, yeah so i wonder if that trend will continue um but at least for people currently in the job market most of them are old enough to have had to take some of their stuff apart and put it back together and just that mindset lends itself to work very well in this industry uh, absolutely and while we're kind of talking along this line of topics what are some recommendations for someone who is looking to kind of get that entry-level position you know what are some recommendations you have of skills and different things they should be 
doing to prepare themselves for that first job? Um, so we actually, we hire, we hire for customer service. So like truly entry level, right? You're like, oh yeah, we don't have any entry level guys with IT experience. And well, well, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're entry level, right? Um, but we, we care more about, uh, the customer service side of things, right? Um, and frankly, communicating, uh, with customers either via phone or via email is 10 times more important than fixing the problem, right? Communicate number Absolutely. one, because that's, that's always the biggest complaint. I, I never hear back from my IT company, right? So that's always the biggest problem is IT companies don't communicate with their customers. But after you learn how to communicate, learn how to find out what the problem is. Troubleshooting, shortening that chain, what works, what doesn't. You don't have to know how to fix it. Somebody else already figured that out. So find out what the problem right. is and then Google it or go to a senior who is better at Googling than you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's very true though, you yep. know. You know, I, I think there's, um, I think a lot of people in the IT field have this fear of they have to learn everything and very much you don't, um, nope. you know, most of the problems you're going to face, someone else has already faced and there's tons of resources out on the internet, um, whether it be forums or uh, articles or Reddit, you know, someone yep. has ran into that issue and figured out a way to solve it. Uh, so, um, I think when it comes down to it, like you said, one of the most important skills for someone looking to get in the IT field is your customer service skills, the ability to communicate with others and talk to them in a way they feel important. They don't feel like you're talking down to them, yeah. yet you understand the problem they're having and can solve it, even if you, whether or not you know how to solve it at the time. Yep, absolutely. There's a, a friend of mine sent me some guy on Instagram and all he does is make fun of his customers. Uh, right. And it's funny at first, but that's such an awful mindset to get into. Right. Cause your customers needing help is why you're getting paid. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and just, Absolutely. just having that mindset of I'm like, oh, this guy's such an idiot. He can't even reset his password. It's like, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's why our industry exists. Like (laughs) those simple issues are 80, 90% of what we do. Just, just help them and be nice and get off the phone and help the next guy. Like it, that's your job. Um, so that, that if you have that mindset about people needing help, you're, you're not going to like this industry because people always need help. They're literally coming to you for help. Whether, (laughs) whether you're right, a, uh, a consultant doing some big cloud rollout or whatever, they're coming to you for help because they don't know. They know they don't know. That's why they're calling you. Um, yeah. So that's that's something people always got to keep in mind. Nice. Now, what about those people that are you know kind of breaking the ice? You know, I've got that first level job, but they're they're kind of looking to progress in the IT field. Do you have some advice for those type of people? Um, stay on top of compliance and general frameworks. Right. You, you don't have to be, it might hurt you actually if all you do is focus on one compliance framework. But if you get familiar with uh, NIST, CMMC, the CIS controls, there's so much overlap between those. Right. And it, it's, you get the basics out of the way. It's so easy to get 80% of the way towards any of those frameworks. Put on MFA, you know, don't share passwords, blah, blah, blah. Um, and get familiar with that terminology within those frameworks, um, 
right? If if you've ever seen the 365 Admin Center, they've got a secure score on there that takes in these different framework items. Um, and And those skills will help secure your customers. And your customers don't necessarily care about being secure, but they care about getting cyber insurance. <laughs> and the cyber insurance company cares about them being secure. So they'll say, right. hey, I don't know what to do with the cyber insurance form. What do I do? And if you can read that, understand it, and then say, you don't have XYZ in place, but I can sell you my my, my labor to implement these on the tools you're already using. Um, that'll let you be successful. Very solid advice there. You know, kind of becoming... A- not, I hate to throw out the word expert because I don't think anyone in the IT field is truly an expert, minus a few exceptions. But, uh, you know, become a, a product expert, you know, get that knowledge, um, you know, have that desire to learn that. And you're going to be able to really jumpstart and accelerate your career so much faster. Now, is the typical job progression like, you know, promotions and stuff similar working for an MSP? as it is for like a private company or how does that actually happen or how does that even happen? I might be a bad person. I might be a bad person for that because I started at Cinch, uh, 14 years ago, sorry, not 15, 14 years ago. And, um, I helped build it into what it is. So I didn't exactly hop around, uh, businesses. However, right. Um, I, I do think it is similar, right? Our guys will typically start on the help desk and back before we did the franchise model, you start on the help desk and then you transition into one of the onsite guys who does server migrations and projects and assessments and things like that. And then you sort of graduate past that to go back into the office to help out everybody else who's in the field. Um, so right. that I, I think that's a relatively standard progression. And, and it makes the most logical sense. You know, a lot of times I tell people, you know, that are looking to go f- to work in the IT field, whether it's, you know, for an MSP or a private industry, you know, if you start on the help desk, you build that fundamental knowledge. You kind of get that knowledge and you get a little bit of taste of everything. And you can, it's, it's like a stepping stone or a rite of passage and you can progress on from there. So I, I, I yeah. completely agree with that advice. Yeah. Because um, uh, once, once you start going on site, you, you somehow forget how to update your tickets. At the end of the day, yep. So you <laughs> you, you got to like if you start on site, you'll never update tickets. At least if you start right. on the help desk, you'll update tickets, and then you can forget that skill when you go on site. So uh, if one of my guys, you know. if one of our guys watches this video, he'll they'll all think it's them that I'm talking about, which is funny. Cause <laughs> all you're, you're all twenty of them will think it will think it's them, but um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, absolutely. So, so we were talking about prog- career progression, but you know, I also think that a lot of people are in a hurry to kind of progress their careers and make that cash. Um, you know, what is some things that you kind of recommend? Like I, I typically tell someone you need a lease to try to like, when you land that first level job, you know, not even start to worry about career progression until like year two or something like that. What is some advice you have for people that, I really want to scale up quickly in the IT field, but, you know, need to still gain that fundamental knowledge. Take uh, responsibility, regardless of whose fault it is. So ticket comes to you, right? That ticket's your responsibility. It doesn't matter if the issue is because of the person who last worked on the ticket, because of a customer, because of a vendor, right? It doesn't matter whose fault it is. 
if you own the ticket, it's your responsibility, right? Own that issue, see it through to completion. One, you'll learn more. Two, your customers will be happy. Three, uh, unless your bosses are completely not paying attention, they'll say, wow, Mike owned that issue and saw it through to the end. I need to give Mike more work. You'll learn more, you'll progress more, you'll get promoted. Um, and it'll just happen. It'll just happen. So just just own tickets that come in, right? Take that responsibility, especially if it's not your fault, right? And you'll just learn more and, and do better. And then thing, I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you do good work, right, things will take care of themselves. Absolutely. And, you know, I can personally attest to that. In my current organization, when I got hired, um, I got hired as a knock technician. And, um, you know, I really took, started taking ownership of everything I did, um, including, you know, just general ownership of the knock and really tried to see how I could really start to refine systems and keep everything running nice and smoothly. And it got recognized right away. And, uh, you know, after just a very short little time, I was end up promoted to director of network operations. You know, the vacancy happened to be there mm-hmm. and management took a notice that, you know, I cared about everything I did. You know, if there was a problem, it, I made it my goal to grab something before anyone else did and try to take ownership and fix that issue right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go unnoticed. Um, a lot of times people will feel like it goes unnoticed, but really, you know, it doesn't. And it can be a huge um, advantage to kind of progress your career. Um, speaking of progressing your career, um, I know we kind of talked about this already a little bit, but what is your feeling on IT certifications on and how they play into a typical career progression in the field? I think experience matters more. I think the certifications are important to, can be important to get into the field, right? If you're looking to make a career change, right? Like let's say you're, you're not an entry level age, right? But you're trying to get in, you're trying to switch into IT. Um, Those certifications may help you stand out um, a, a little bit more. I, I like to think of it as being academically familiar with the problem versus seeing it, knowing it, and, and just knowing what isn't written on the pages that you have to think about. So there's there's no replacement for experience, um, but they are valuable. Um, I, I, I'll I have my guys, like we, we take those training videos, right? We'll take CompTIA training videos and we'll, we'll bundle them up. Um, but at the same time, some of those certifications, right, they're targeted at people who are going to be supporting 25, 30, 50,000 endpoint enterprises. Right. And some of that just doesn't apply in the MSP space where your client size is 25. (laughs) So so some of it's irrelevant. Yeah. But some, some, some of it's very, very good, right? Somebody looking to get started, um, CompTIA A plus, SEC plus, Network plus, those ones are rock solid. Just because someone has a certification, I, I still wouldn't trust them <laughs> until I see them do some work for it. So no, it's like, I, okay, cool. You pass the test, <laughs> but and and it, it's value, it's valuable, but it it experiences above it to me. 
Absolutely. And I think one thing, you know, you kind of touched on it a little bit there, but to keep in mind, like if you're working for an MSP, a lot of times you're not working for an organization that, you know, you're not working on organizations that have thousands, thousands of endpoints. A lot of times, some, and it's not always the case, but a lot of MSPs, um, are, you know, people that companies that hire MSPs are these smaller organizations that don't have the need for the internal IT, you know, don't have like the staffing or, you know, you know, it's not, not practical to have internal IT and that's Mm -hmm. why they're hiring you. So it's a lot smaller of an organization. And when I, I mean, I've worked for small organizations, things just kind of flow differently. Um, you know, things work differently and sometimes you have to get, a little creative with the solution and not just throw a $50,000 firewall at the problem. You know what right. I mean? Right. And that's, that's a cheap firewall nowadays in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, and sometimes you don't really learn those. You don't, well, not sometimes you don't learn those skills necessarily studying for a certification. You learn those skills by experience and actually doing it, you know, those, yeah. those unique solutions. So Absolutely. Yeah, one, one, one of our old sales guys um, used to tell new sales guys coming through, don't be dumb. And dumb means doesn't understand my business, right? And yeah. and even even us nerds on the tech side, we can't be dumb about their business either, right? We have to say, oh, look, you can't do it that way. It's, it's insecure, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they've been working that way for three years. If you flip that switch, yeah. their business stops. So let's consult, right. let's find a solution, let's understand their workflow um, before we can make an actual recommendation, right? And and the recommendation has to work for the customer or they're not going to hire you. Um, now, Absolutely. Now, it, there's there's points where you're like, look, I, if you want to do it that way, I, I, can't, I can't support it. And that's fine. That's an awesome feeling when your MSP gets to the point that you can say, I don't want to work with you. Right, that's an awesome feeling when you're like, I don't want your couple grand a month. It is not worth the effort, the risk, whatever. Um, right, it's, it's very hard to do that at first, but it's a great feeling when you get there. Absolutely, you know, just you know, yes, I absolutely, I understand that completely. So, yeah. So, if people want to find out more about Cinchit and find more, uh, more connect with you and stuff, where do you recommend them going? Uh, so, our website is just Cinchit. Uh, dot com c i n c h i t dot com. Uh, our catchphrase is "We make it a cinch." Um, but uh, we cinch franchise uh, is the the website specifically for the the franchise side of things. Um, so anybody looking, if you if you're in it, you're looking to start your own MSP. You don't want to go it alone. Um, that's what cinch is for, and and that's what a cinch franchise is for. Um, and and that's uh, that's where you can learn learn more we've got uh we've got instagram we've got some some youtube videos um uh, one of our most popular youtube videos is is about a big charity event we do so that's not cinch related right but um <laughs> right uh you'll you'll see those we we raise uh uh i think last year we raised almost 150 grand so we we put oh, on wow. this this four day uh ruck march where you you hike 25 miles a day for four days and you camp out um, and most people don't make it because it's yeah. 25 miles a day for four days. Yeah, so that, I donate and then I drink beer at breweries. Um, sounds good. So that's you know, that, that's that, my that job. That sounds like but. the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
absolutely. Well, we'll make sure and put those links down in the description so people can find out um, definitely more about uh, Cinch IT. You know, it's it sounds like a just a different way of doing business, you know, for MSPs and uh, really kind of revolutionary. Yeah, we um, we think so, too. We think it's the best way to do IT. So <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you'll get no argument from me. But yeah. Well, again, thank you for taking the time to come on the show and share your, your knowledge on the field and um, and everything you do. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found this video informative. Until next time, keep learning.